the earliest recorded sightings date back to the first century a.d during the roman empire this phenomenon has littered human history making the jump from campfire tales to mainstream entertainment the adrenaline associated with these encounters keeps skeptics and believers coming back for more disney like so many other historic places is no stranger to these events this is where our story starts Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. This week on Slice of Disney, Ghost Stories. Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and spooky Tinkerbell. I didn't know I had to commit to that kind of bit. Uh, I'm your co-host, Will Lentz, a casual Disney goer and real life ghost story enthusiast. Ooh. I love ghost stories. Yeah, me too. It's a bad but fun first date question. What is? Do you have any ghost stories? Oh, do you ask people that on first dates? Not every first date. Oh. I don't have like a set number of questions I ask everyone, but like that's a fun conversation. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've that seems like a pretty intense first date question. Well, it depends on how the person takes it. If they take it very intensely, then it's like, oh, okay, well, this person might be a little too. I don't know, but like, it was like, oh, I love ghost stories. I had this. Day. That's it's fun. Anyways, mm. I like ghost stories. Well, before we get into the ghost stories, I have one question for you. What is submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society? Oh no, he's giving me a a death glare. There's not a lot that we. Like, we are different ages. Yes. But not super far apart, but probably further apart than what people might assume. I don't know. This is, uh, are you afraid of the dark? Oh. Saturday Night Nick. Saturday Night Nick. Canadian show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh. Yeah. Do you not, did you watch it? It it ran for like, it's like seven or eight seasons. I think I did. I think I did, but I don't. So they always did a... Uh, a kind of a cold open where they would have it was like a framing device where the midnight society was this group of kids that would get together around a campfire and every um, episode the kids would get together and one of them would be in charge of telling a ghost story that or telling a, a scary story that night and so they would give like a little intro spiel and then they would go submitted for your approval of the midnight society the tale of the tepid turtle that would oh. not be a very good one. But. Oh, okay. I didn't know any of that. Okay. So. Well, now you do. We can uh, watch scary movies later or scary the- shows later. Well, we have to watch scary things because this is a very special episode of Slice of Disney. We are getting in to ghost stories. Yeah. We figured it'd be a fun little bonus episode for people, breaking out of the normal routine. Uh, we're in the spooky season, so let's give you some spooky stuff. Because it is spooky season, we wanted to make sure we had a super special episode and focus on the spookiest part of the Disney parks, ghost stories. Yeah. I mean, we we obviously knew we were going to be doing Haunted Mansion stuff. We wanted to make sure we give you a, a little special treat um in your jack-o'-lantern that you're carrying around and not knocking on people's doors because of covid reasons uh and so (laughs) we're giving you uh ghost stories from the parks hopefully we're spooky and you can envision us sitting around a campfire that'd be fun and eating spooky s'mores what's a spooky s'more i don't know i just really want some more one without chocolate 
That would, uh, I wouldn't want that one. Just marshmallow and graham cracker doesn't sound as enjoyable. It's not. Do you believe in ghosts? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love ghosts. I don't know to the extent of what stories I believe, but I definitely think that there's something paranormal going on. And I've always been fascinated with ghost stories. Oh, me too. Telling them. That's my favorite part of scary are ghosts. I like ghost movies. I like paranormal movies like that, but I love ghost stories because mm. there's always something a little bit more authentic about somebody giving you their experience or hearing somebody else's experience because because they don't know. But obviously, a movie, it's like, oh, this is I, yeah, probably... this is a dramatized version. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I it's kind of it's kind of out there. I, I, I've yet to decide. Come down what if you were on a first date? You're asking people questions like that, but then you're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what usually happens uh, is I ask. If they have any ghost stories, and then they usually don't, um, and then it becomes like, oh, well, do you believe in ghosts? And it's like, well, you know, I'm open to the possibility, but I'm refusing to take a strong stance because it's a first date, and that's just the way things go. Uh, <laughs> ladies, I'm still single. So yeah, I was gonna believe say. it or not. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I, I would like to believe, but at the same time, I don't really want to have a run-in with one. So yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, thank you. I tend to believe the people that tell me the stories, though. Because I think some, I think they had some type of experience and something that that happened, and uh, and I don't know what it is. So yeah, I guess I kind of do. I think once you've experienced something like that, you you've been given no choice but to believe. Yeah, I think that that's probably true. Yeah. And I had some friends that have told me some of their stories, and I'm like, that person wouldn't make this up. Um, so I don't know. I guess there's something there. Right. So. With Disney, there's a lot of urban legends and myths and ghost stories that have been passed down, you know, from cast member to cast member or just within the communities. And we're going to recount some of them here. We're probably not going to hit all of them because, frankly, there's a lot. There's way more than I thought there was going to be. Luckily, they're kind of short, so we're going to try and get through some of them. I hope that you please get cozy or I hope that you're in your car and it's a little eerie outside. I hope the tone is really set. For yeah. today's episode. Well, it wouldn't be a Disney story if we didn't start with the man himself, Walt Disney. It's also a little eerie because I'm recording this from Marceline, Missouri, the home of Walt Disney. So, Walt, if you're with us, uh... I don't know if I want you to come say hi. Just like. <laughs> if you're with us, um, knock on the table three times. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> oh, no, Booty. Oh, no. I just, I knocked as a joke. Fault. I knocked as a joke, and then now my dog won't start barking. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Kelly just knocked on the table. It wasn't actually Walt. I got, I got your back, audience. <laughs> so here is the ghost story of Walt Disney. Spooky enough? <laughs> Okay, so as you guys know, there is the firehouse on Main Street, USA, and above it is Walt's apartment. So during construction of the park, which began July 16, 1954, Walt decided that come next year, opening day, July 17, 1955, he needed a place to stay to watch over his beloved park. So they built him just a small little apartment above the firehouse, just about 500 square feet. But it would make it easier on those late nights and early mornings for Walt to make sure he was just already there. The way that he would let people know when he was in is he would have a lamp in the window and when it was lit, 
you knew Walt was home. And I think we've mentioned this before on the Main Street ones. This is the very first kind of like Disney fact that I was told uh, by you and our friend Justin uh, the time that we went there. And I was like, huh, that's kind of cool. That's a fun little neat tidbit. Well, it's about to be a spooky tidbit. Okay. <laughs> Scare me. Nowadays, the this light that was left on for Walt is always left on because the idea is Walt's always home at Disneyland. One day, a cast member who was looking after the apartment tried to turn the light off before leaving at the end of the day. However, when she came back later, the light had been turned on again. Mm. According to one version, she actually left the building, noticed the light on upstairs, went back up to turn it off, and then went back downstairs and noticed it on again. What? And even unplugged the lamp, only to find that when she went back downstairs, the lamp was on again. And then the last time she went up to deal with the light, she heard a voice saying, I'm still here. Was it Walt? Was he working late that evening? Was it just somebody that was like trying to met, pull a prank on their coworker? Well, where could they hide in this little apartment? I guess that's true. I've never been in it. So I don't know. You can go on it in a tour. Uh, Walt, walk in Walt Disney's footsteps. That's, uh, how, little how, menace. You can make that a menacing title. That's true. <laughs> how many times would you go back up and try to turn it off before you're like, nope? Once. I'm out. I'm a scaredy cat. I feel like I might do three. I would go back up twice. I guess I would go, the second time I'd go back up, it would be like, like, scared. The first time I would go up and I would just be like, oh, that was, I could have sworn I turned that off. And then yeah. I'd go up and I would come back and be like, hmm, this seems weird. Anyways, I like that. I like that uh, story. Me too. Do you have one for me? I do. So I am going to uh, share a little Haunted Mansion one. Those are the best ghost stories. <laughs> um, try and act like you haven't heard this one before. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> so yeah, there's actually a lot of ghost stories, and I'm sure we'll, we'll t- touch on some of the other ones that come from Haunted Mansion. Uh, but this one I, I, I liked because I think it's kind of funny, um, but also kind of creepy. Um, so this was back when they were uh, kind of still putting the Haunted Mansion together. Um, and there was a guy who was working in the seance room. And he was working pretty late. And then he would hear like music or sound come on. And he was like, what's that? There's no music or sound in here. And then he was like, all right, I'm creeped out. I'm going to leave. And then he would come back the next night. And it kept happening. And, it like kept, and it, the, the, the music wouldn't go away. And he's like, I don't know where this is coming from. I have an idea. Let's just play other music over it and louder. Mm. And to this day, music still plays in that very room. Mm. But it's probably just part of the, the ride. But, but still, it's scary. That is scary. Have you ever heard something that wasn't there? Oh, I feel like everyone does that. Yeah, I feel like I do that all the time, so... I don't know if it's just because we have so much technology in our lives that we like to hear. <laughs> like the phantom phone call. Yeah. That's more feeling the thing, but still. Another Haunted Mansion story is the California Haunted Mansion. There was, there's a rumor that there are two little boys that live in the Haunted Mansion. That's cool. I'm into that. Right? In 2004, this woman was getting in her doom buggy and she decided to take a picture of the ride as it's going off to document it and in the picture you can see there's a little boy peering out 
from a couple doom buggies in front. Mm. Kind of like turned around looking at her. But she says that there was nobody in any of those doom buggies in front of her. She said for about 20 people in line, there were no kids. Oh, cool. I like that. So totally freaks her out. And what's even crazier is that when you look at it, you can clearly see a little boy looking back. But keep in mind, there was no flash and no visual lighting coming from and anywhere. no windows and no doors. <laughs> Which offers you this chilling challenge. <laughs> uh, that's, one, that's the ride you would haunt, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to ask that question towards the end, but I was like, it's so obviously going to be Haunted Mansion. I know. Mansion. I'm wearing a Haunted Mansion sweatshirt right now. I was going to save this for a little later, but since we're on the Haunted Mansion, it feels like we should get into it. We've mentioned on previous episodes about the Haunted Mansion of the ashes being spread on the ride. Disney parks have, I wouldn't call it a problem because I would do it, but a problem of people sharing their loved ones' ashes at the parks, specifically the Haunted Mansion. The problem is obviously to take care of those loved ones' ashes. They have to be disposed of in a special way with special um, equipment. So that's why it's a very big thing for Disney, but people do it a lot. Oh, I am sure. Yeah, and that's why it is supposedly so haunted because people's spirits keep adding. You know, there's 999 haunts, but I would guess there's a little more at this point. Yeah, I can't imagine... If you had okay, over under that fifteen uh individuals' ashes are added every year. Oh, every year. Hmm. I'd say over. Yeah. I could see it. I, I mean, mean, especially if you if you if you like include Haunted Mansion attractions worldwide. Yeah. Do you think it's creepy? I do think it's creepy, but I also think it's like kinda cool. I think maybe because I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, um, then it's kind of like one of those like, eh, that's kind of cool. I like that. That's a nice it's way a to hum- honor somebody. Yeah. It's a little strange. She's like, oh, that's human remains yeah. on this ride. But at the same time, I want my ashes there a little yeah. bit. I want just a couple sprinkled. So whoops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not there. I don't want that. But like, I get why somebody would feel that way. And if it's going to go anywhere, it's going to be in the, like, the retirement home for ghosts. Yeah. Right? Well, that was his, you know, one of those ideas he threw out there a long time ago. And look, it really truly did land for a lot of people. Yeah, so clearly it's Walt's fault. Let's get into a, a couple eerier ones. Will doesn't like some of these as much because unfortunately some of these ghost stories are not just urban legends. There's a true story behind them. I had talked before about my whole life being told that no one had ever been pronounced dead on Disney property and no one has ever died on Disney property because it's like so magical. Uh, Doing this podcast, I've learned that's not true at all. And I think that that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't love the uh, talking about the deaths of Disney, but I think the fact that you thought that is funny. They are sad, but these ghosts are, you know, haunting a very special place now. So we're going to talk about Dolly first. Regina Young, known as Dolly, was riding on the Matterhorn in 1984. Ooh, this feels even more spooky because it was recent. Huh. I like when it's like 1875, which, yeah, which Disneyland opened, so. wasn't around. But um, this one, 1984, ooh, that's, that's recent. She had fell out of her seat while riding the Matterhorn and was killed when she was struck by an oncoming bobsled. Her seatbelt had come unbuckled. It's not clear whether she had unbuckled it herself or if there was a ride mount function 
but cast members now can feel someone watching them as they do their daily routines walking through the ride, which they conduct at the end of the day. And a lot of them have said that they might walk through an area that suddenly feels colder or they just feel a presence surrounding them, you know, and the hair on your neck kind of sticks up. So especially in the spot where she died, which is now known as Dolly's Dip. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a little dark today. Uh, rest in peace, Regina Young. All right, so I'm going to do one that is allegedly based off of a real event as well, um, a real incident, and it is uh, set in Pirates of the Caribbean, um, which is a ride I already don't like. Um, so having to add a true crime element to it, uh, it gives me an extra reason not to like it. <laughs> um, so this is allegedly about a welder named George who was working on the ride uh, before it opened, and... As story goes, he dies um, in some type of work-related accident. And not exactly specifically sure what it was, um, but he died on the ride and then later came on to haunt the ride. Um, it seems like the only thing that George really wants is to be respected. Uh, so if, again, as legends tell, if you're on the ride and you say, I don't believe in George, he will punish you by making you stay on the ride even longer Ooh. and shutting the ride down. Uh, so you'll be stuck there until you agree to respect him and believe in him, and then things will continue on. One of the things I do like about this, and I think that this is part of the kind of urban legend culture that comes around with it, is that the cast members will uh, greet George with a good morning and and say good night to him as the ride is ending as well, or as, the, as, they're, as they're wrapping up their work day as well, which I think is cute and kind of a fun tradition. I really um, like that. Yeah. This one takes place at Walt Disney World, and I have to make fun of Will a little bit because... You're saying it so casually and like fun instead of like, I'm like, oh, that's not that spooky. Um, one of the things that, like you said, they didn't know how he died. There are some stories about how it could have been. Some he was crushed by a fallen beam. Another one is he fell from the burning city part of the ride and died. Ooh, it's like very scary. I, I have to add one more fact about pirates because I think that this is like actually spooky. Yeah, go you ready? for it. Yeah. So when they were working on pirates at California in California, at the time uh, they made some skeletons and they weren't looking very realistic. So they decided. Uh, so one of the Imagineers messaged a friend who worked at, at who worked at the UCLA Medical Center, and they used real bones and real human skeletons for the pirates ride until the technology or whatever it might be came around to make more realistic skeletons. But that is where the idea that some of those skeletons are real and some still might be came from in that ride. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Um, that, that, or that, not makes a lot more sense. that is much spookier than the potential that probably actually didn't happen. This guy named George without a last name uh, died in a mysterious way. Um, kind of thing but that is pretty spooky and creepy i uh i i don't want to go through a ride looking with... at like real people's yeah bones? yeah no thank you no that's that is really spooky keeping it a little dark still this one is also a very sad true story about debbie stone debbie stone was 
18 years old and in 1974 was working on the Carousel of Progress. The Carousel of Progress uh, is a moving stage and in between each stage as it rotates, I guess is a little pathway and she got crushed in between two of the Mm. scenes. So some cast members say that now they can hear Debbie Stone talking to them and telling them to be careful if they get too close to the walls. I know that one's really sad. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like the real ones. I know we want that one. I'm like, we'll honor you. Um, In a similar vein to all these while we're, while we're on the real incidents, um, there was uh, in 1966, a 19 year old boy named Thomas Guy Cleveland uh, tried to sneak into Disneyland in Anaheim and uh, he scaled the park's outer fence and ended up unfortunately uh, around the monorail track and he was hit and killed by uh, the monorail. They say that you can still sometimes around the monorail see a spectral figure moving around and about. And I think that that, you know, I I don't know. I feel like that one would be one of those ones that's so that lacks the specificity that I almost makes me believe it a little bit more Um, because it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I could see like you're just around this and you just saw something and you're kind of like, well, I don't know what that is. And then other people saw it too. And so, so yeah. And he, apparently he only believes at night and he'll vanish mm. whenever a tram kind of comes by. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So cautionary tale. Don't try to sneak into Disneyland. There's one, there's a ghost story. That's a good ghost story. A ghost is dressed in a 19th century gown and she has been spotted on main street after dark. And the legend is that she helps guide lost children to the Disneyland Baby Care Center, where they can be reunited with their parents. So I'm not sure where she came from, but she's there to help. I like that one. Mm -hmm. That's a better one. Let's stay on the fun ones, the nice ones, nice ghosts. Okay, what's another fun? So this one is kind of fun because it's what I would do and it sounds like me. Um, (laughs) This is Mr. One Way. Uh, Mr. One Way is a ghost that has a couple of different appearances apparently. Um, But one of them is a red haired man with a red face, which. Is it you? I'm going to, maybe with like the beard and stuff. Yeah, are you here? I could be. Um, And he uh, tends to hang out in the queue for Space Mountain. And he like gets on and rides the ride if there's an open seat. Um, which is totally what I would do. Like, if, you, if you're if you haunting Haunted Mansion, I'm on Space Mountain, riding the ride. Ghost <laughs> I, Galaxy. That's ooh. all I would say the entire time as a ghost. ghost I'd be like, Ghost, ghost Galaxy, Ghost Galaxy. galaxy. And <gasps> people would be like, what is this? I'm so uncomfortable. Well, I'm a little concerned for this guy, Mr. One Way, because he's choosing to wait in line as a ghost. Well, I feel like I would wait in line as a ghost. You would? Yeah, I'm, I'm a rule follower in life. I'll be one in death. Wow. Good for you. Thank you. I feel like I'm a rule follower in real life. If I'm a ghost, I'm like, I'm just going to do me. <laughs> well, maybe it's a ghost queue. And so it's like, you know. Ooh, other ghosts are in line to yeah, ride yeah, Space yeah. Mountain too. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. This one is about Walt's train, which is very fitting because we keep hearing Walt's trains go by in Marceline. That's right. <laughs> uh, there's a cast member named Daryl Wagner. And he has two different ghost stories. One of them is about Walt Disney's love of trains. Yes. The train command center has a board that shows where the trains are on the track. And late one night, in the far corner, a train would show on the board, and then the whistle would blow, even though there was no train out there. 
So supposedly that was Waltz Train. I like that one. <laughs> I like I like the folklore ones. Yeah, and I kind of like it. You know, I think this is like catching a ghost doing business. A ghost doing work, right? It's like they're not there to scare you. It's just like they're like I'm just I'm on my, I'm on my train. <laughs> I got places to go. And, I'm and doing it's in my a thing. circle around Disneyland. Right? Yeah, I like that much better. But that said. The one I'm going to tell you is about a, mis- a mischievous ghost, a poltergeist it might be, um, who haunts Tomorrowland. And this one is something that you should be careful for. Uh-oh. Because this ghost apparently likes blondes. Um, oh, no. <laughs> basically, just the reports are that this ghost just repeatedly goes around and grabs blonde guests' hair, mm, which de- is like kind of creepy. Yeah, gentlemen prefer blondes. Uh, that's a no comment show <laughs> oh it's a show okay yeah. <laughs> um and as as do gentle ghosts as do gentle ghosts all right so like um like many ghost stories there are youtube videos out there where you can go and you can kind of see like is that a ghost is it not now it's circled by a red thing um, now i see the thing they're talking about this is an example of one of those um and i actually like this one quite a bit because it looks kind of convincing and I don't, I don't know what it is but it is during the fireworks show, and I believe at Disney World. Um, you can see someone has been recording the fireworks, and obviously they're all kind of focused up here, but occasionally it pans down for a second and, and gets some of the some of the castle in it because it's just someone who is uh, watching the fireworks and not being super careful about their cinematography. When it pans down, you can see what looks like a, like an apparition, a, a ghostly figure standing on top of the castle, also watching the fireworks. Um, it's a pretty like look I you can manipulate video to make it look like that if it's not manipulated it looks like a ghost yeah or it's like a really gray person or just a weird reflection off of something but it is realistic looking very realistic looking it's cool if I were a ghost and I wasn't too busy like the Haunted Mansion you know is full and I suddenly am a rule follower and you know don't want to wait in line then yeah, I would go check out the fireworks. Yeah, why not? That'd be cool. I want to end this with my favorite of all of these Disney ghosts. It's not quite a story. It's a video. And it's super spooky. And I can't figure out what else it would be besides a ghost. Yeah, it's the most convincing of the ones that uh, I've seen or read. It's extremely eerie. This is from a CCTV video, which is a closed circuit television, meaning that these are just security videos for the parks themselves. So this was captured by a security guard. And you see a figure coming from the haunted mansion at Disneyland. And it's kind of like a beam of light shining down, but walking. It is a very obvious walking pace, brisk walk, but it's not just kind of floating around. It's this beam of light that goes from the bottom up with a little center being a little brighter and it looks like someone is walking. It Multiple cameras capture this, which is what makes it even scarier because you can't just blame it on the angle or something. And you can follow this figure all the way through and as it walks on the edge of the river and near New Orleans Square. It's real creepy. Yeah, I don't think that there's really, like, it, it is the scariest one that I've seen. And, and because it is kind of cool how, like, if you're watching the video, it goes from one camera to the next camera to the to next, the next camera, yeah. to the camera. And it and it's not like it's changing scenes because that would be more doctorable. It's like, 
you're watching what the security can like guard sees, right? It's like the different TV screens as it moves kind of through. And um, yeah, there's not really an explanation to what it might be. Some people think it could be Walt, but there's not really anything else that's connected to it, um, which makes it even kind of creepier in a way. I don't know if I would say that's Walt, but I would say that's a ghost. Yeah, I, 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 I don't quite say I believe in them still, but uh, I would say if they exist, that is one. Yeah. Very spooky. It's Halloween. It's the time for it. I hope that this gave you a chill down your spine, maybe a giggle or two. Yeah, and if you have any ghost stories we missed, or if you have your own experiences, that <gasps> yeah. would be great. Uh, they don't even have to be Disney-related. Just give me all the spooks. Yeah, reach out and send them to us. We'd love to read them, and uh, and we'll we'll respond with how scary they were. In order to get in the mood of the very scary holiday, we were listening in the car as we came up to Marceline to some spooky ghost story podcasts, and oh man, these... This is like less than rated G compared to some of these. I was like, oh my God, I I don't know if I was ready. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I wasn't listening to those ones because I was uh, driving myself. Um, but that sounds, they sounded very scary, the ones that you kind of gave me the uh, cliff notes for. Yeah, I didn't like it. We hope you enjoyed this kind of different episode uh, for, the, for the Halloween season. Um, hope that you enjoy Halloween tomorrow. We hope you have the most wonderful Halloween. I hope you get to dress up, indulge in a little candy, make a little apple cider or hot chocolate, whatever gets you in the fall mood. And send us those pictures of Halloween costumes if they're Disney related. We love them. Yes, please. I love costumes. That's my favorite part. Please make sure to follow us on all social media. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Slice of Disney and on Twitter at Slice underscore of underscore Disney. And if you want to send us those pics, you can do it uh, through those channels or uh, email sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. Um, make sure you're rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. We, it, we appreciate it more than you know. It really does help us a lot. And share with some friends. We have some exciting stuff coming up, uh, including stuff we hinted at through the, the past couple episodes, our, our trip to Marceline, um, and some other cool stuff coming down the way. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it's been real fun, and we think it's going to keep getting more fun. Happy Halloween, y'all. Okay, bye. <laughs>